G'day friends, it's Stacey Morgan here. If you're a busy businesswoman juggling your own journey of entrepreneurship, and if you're a fan of Regold's Dance Life podcast, then I know you'll love my podcast, How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life. We release episodes every week on a Wednesday morning. Listen and subscribe now on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Welcome to Regold's Dance Life Podcast for dance teachers and dance studio owners who have a passion for the art of dance. Hello and welcome to Regold's Dance Life Podcast. My name is Stacey Morgan and I'm joined by the wonderful Regold. Good morning, Ray. And good morning to you, my friend. How are you? Very well. It feels like so long since I've spoken to you. What's, what's going on in your world? Is it still cold over there? You know, it hasn't been that cold for us this winter, but we are about to head into it. I don't know if our listeners in your area uh, are on Fahrenheit, but we're going to go below zero to about minus eight this weekend. Yuck. And I haven't seen, seen that in a couple of years, so... But I'm I'm grateful because it has been not like that this winter. It's been quite mild for you. Yes, and you're in the middle of summer. Yeah, so I'm not going to brag, but we're having a good time. But if you're in the same <laughs> part of the world as Ree and you are, you know, warm and snuggled up at home, and you want to do some learning without leaving your home, then I totally encourage you to come to the Success Dance Summit. It's all available online and on demand. It's February 25 and 26 and you'll have access to all the sessions. There's, you know, it's the lineup you've got for this, Re, is incredible. It's a great mix of business owners, studio owners, dance teachers, um, master dance teachers, professionals that are not within the dance industry so they're going to have a really interesting perspective on what we can do for dance what we can what trends we can take from the business world that we can then take on to our studios i'm really excited about this event i am too you you know uh it's the first time when it comes to the success dance summit we've done the summit before but it was always for business owners adding this second track of movement and the diverse faculty that will be presenting, there's going to be so much great stuff. Cannot wait. And as I said, you can do it from the, you know, do it in your track pants, do it in your sweatpants. You can do it from the comfort of your own home. If it's going to be so cold outside, you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to book a plane ticket. You can just um, sign up and you can do that now at regold.com. I'm presenting for the Success Dance Summit, Re, and the great thing about being able to present from the other side of the world is that I get to talk about topics that I think are relevant, relevant things that I think are on studio owners' minds. And so I'm presenting a session on social media because, you know, for all of my coaching clients, many of whom are dance studio owners, that is the one thing that they come to me with, with, you know, their shoulders hunched and a sigh in their in their breath going, oh, social media, oh, because it always feels overwhelming. It feels ever-changing. It feels like it's, you know, a runaway train that they're trying to catch up with that they can't quite, you know, get on top of. And so it's going to be great for me to have the opportunity to share with other dance studio owners and with dance teachers who as well who are building their own personal brands on online 
the things that I know that work for social media because I think there's a tendency for us to feel like we have to do everything and be everywhere when it comes to social media. But that's that's just not true. No, it, it's not true. I think the real issue for small business owners, whether you own a studio or not, you said it just now when you were talking about your session, which is it's always changing. Mm. And not only now is it changing. I mean, if you and I were having this discussion a few years ago, we would have mainly talked about Facebook. Mm. Now, when you talk social media, you're talking about four or five different platforms that we have to familiarize ourselves with. And <laughs> once you get really familiar, there's an update to it. And now what you know is no longer right? needed. You know, need to know something more, something different. Yeah. So tell me about what you're going to talk about. Well, I'm giving dance studio owners five strategies for social media that are not going to be overwhelming, that are not going to be things that you will feel like you can't achieve. And one of the things that I'm going to talk about is going to be the notion of content buckets. So we often sit down and go, oh, okay, it's time to post on social media, scroll through the photos. What am I going to post? Um, what's happened this week or what's coming up in the studio? And it's kind of like that, I, I know I should be posting, but I don't quite know what to post. And so as part of the Success Dance Summit, we're going to create our own um, versions of content buckets. And for me in my studio, that means being able to group some of the things that we do together and create and batch. So do it all at the same time. So it's all there, done and dusted, a heap of content that that fits in, you know, in one buckets category. And let's give an example of a bucket. So on Thursdays, we do Throwback Thursday. So when I'm sitting down to batch that bunch of content for my Throwback Thursday posts, I know exactly what I'm looking for. I scroll back through my camera roll. I perhaps go back five, six, ten years. I find pictures from the recital. I find pictures from class of kids, you know, smiling, having a great time. But you know, years and years ago. And then I put that as part of my throwback Thursday. It doesn't need a big caption. I perhaps tag some of the dancers if they, you know, if I know they're on Instagram um, or if they're on Facebook, if this is posting to Facebook as well, I tag them so that they have a nice little flashback moment. Some people look at it and, you know, if their child's there in the background and they were only five, but now they're still dancing at the studio and they're 10. It's just an easy way to create content that gets a lot of buzz but that doesn't take a lot of effort. I'm not writing long copy for the post, but I'm able to bring together lots of different posts that every Thursday, and I, you know, I do this once every three months, just get a heap of photos together and, and batch them. But every Thursday, I know that I don't have to worry about posting because something's immediately coming out, automatically coming out. And it's a throwback Thursday. It's going to give me a giggle. It's going to give my audience a giggle. And if people look at the photo and don't know the child or the, you know, don't remember that routine, that's fine. They still got to see content of smiling, happy dancers that are on brand with my studio. And for those people who do know the routine or do know the child, it's, you know, it creates lots of buzz. People comment, people like, people share. And that's what you want. You want engagement and you want people really 
looking and st- staying looking and staying on your post, not just scrolling straight past. And so I'm going to dig a little deeper because I like this bucket concept. So have you done this uh, by the day of the week? How did you organize your buckets per se? So, Not per se. Yeah. <laughs> for so, real. For real. <laughs> um, literally, as my nine-year-old daughter likes to say to me, literally, oh. how do you how do you do it? Um, so, like, Throwback Thursday is easy. Um, I do mm-hmm. a Meet the Team Tuesday. And so every Tuesday, and again, we just batch this content at the beginning of the season. We ask the teachers, you know, what their favourite chocolate bar or what their favourite holiday destination is, what their favourite colour is, and we get, you know, an updated version of their headshot and we put – you know, that fun in fun facts, fun information with the post and every Tuesday somebody different pops up and, you know, we rotate through everybody and then, you know, three months later we start again and we rotate back through everybody. And again, it's great for engagement. It's great for those people who are new to the studio who perhaps – you know, especially post-COVID, it's hard. There's no parents in the studio. We're not encouraging them to stay in the waiting room. So in the past where they might have come in and, and had a chance to meet Miss Ange and have a conversation with Miss Ange, it's less likely to happen in this day and age. So when they see a post of Miss Ange pop up on their feed, they go, oh, that's little Katie's teacher. Oh, her favourite colour's purple. Fantastic. Like It's just a nice way to, to build rapport and to build community without – having to do too much effort. So that's what we do on a Tuesday. On a Monday, we do Motivational Monday. So this is fun and I like this because I'm such a dance nerd and I love looking through old archive footage and images of, you know, historical dances from the past or from Broadway shows or from classical ballet companies all around the world. And they don't have to be historical. They can be current as well. And you know, just find gorgeous images, beautiful photos. And you post the photo, you post, of course, the credit from where the photo came from, where you found it and who the dancers are, perhaps what, you know, routine they're doing or what ballet they're performing in. Um, And, you know, you give as much information as you can find when you find the photo itself. And again, content's going out, it's on brand, it's within the values. Perhaps somebody's learning something, especially, you know, I often think about those parents, Ree, that didn't dance when they were younger, but they put little Katie in the dance class and they don't know what they're doing and they're thinking, what is this dance thing? I think it's nice sometimes for them to see the end product, not that all of our kids will go on to be dancers, but if they don't go to the theatre and they don't have dance as part of their life, they're quite probably thinking... What, what's the point of all this? So those motivational Monday posts are, you know, just a way to be able to continue to to put out good content that's that's on brand with what we do, and it just makes everything easier. I love this idea. Um, I I want to ask you one more question: Are you gathering all of these at one time? I'm assuming that's why you're calling it a a bucket. You're grabbing three months, let's say, worth of content or or more. Am I right in storing that? So 
every motivational Monday doesn't turn into a depressing Monday because now you're looking for something for motivational Monday. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, you know, I put time aside every month to batch some content for my social media, not just for the dance school, but for my personal brand as well. So that I just, I think a lot of dance studio owners get worried with that you know, that nagging feeling in their subconscious or that nagging like tapping on the shoulder of you haven't post today, Do you know, you should be posting, what's, you know, like there's no engagement on your socials, what are you doing? Like there's that feeling of ne- never being enough and never, you know, doing that enough. Do you find that on socials, Re? I mean, you're oh. you're becoming very, very sassy when it comes to Instagram, can I just say? I want to say that I... <laughs> I love that you said that (laughs) because I made a transition maybe a month ago and actually I'm on my second day of having a TikTok account. (laughs) Are you really? Yes, I'm going to handle it myself for the first month. But let's back up and say that I wouldn't be on all the platforms if I didn't have help. Right. Like, like I look at social media and I think I'd look at it the same way if I still owned a studio is I need a person for that. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I'm not a part of it. Deciding what our buckets are, approving posts, etc. But in an effort to stay where I need to be with my brands. Yep. Um, I need help with it in order to for it to be successful. And even when you are on all the platforms and have people that are posting for you, you can still get the feeling you're not doing enough. Mm-hmm. And it comes from not having the time to respond to people's comments or questions. Yeah. And that's so, so incredibly it's important. Always, yes, it's always <laughs> there. Mm-hmm. But I, I want to say something that I think is important for this generation of studio owners to know, or the those in our time. Um, in the old days, we used to have to pay thousands of dollars to run our ads in a newspaper or or create our brochures that were printed and you wanted them to be nice so they cost a lot of money it's it's just a new marketing world and it doesn't cost (laughs) it takes time yeah yeah, you pay in time, right? Rather than paying in cash. Yes. <laughs> and and it may cost in having a person do it for you as well. But I always look at where we're at now and when I begin working with studio owners and the subject of marketing. When we first started, it was ads in the yellow pages. Mm-hmm. Yes or no? Uh how often do you advertise during the year in the newspaper and when is the best time Mm -hmm. and where do you get your brochure printed at the best cost (laughs) (laughs) now there's really not even a discussion about literature though i will say for those that are listening a handout once in a while is not a bad idea 
Not a bad idea. In fact, people get excited if they have something yeah, tangible that they can hold in their hand because other than other than what you're giving them, everything else they get is a bill that they have to pay, like that they get in the mail. Oh, I never thought about that. You're right. You're right. Yeah, because it, like I don't like getting my phone bill and paying my rates and all that. That's that's the only mail that I get. So when I get something else that's exciting and colourful and good to look at and I get excited. Yeah, you notice it. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm not- Who knows? Maybe maybe printed marketing is going to come back one day, but it'll be so expensive to mail it that True. we won't be able to do it. I was going to say, that's certainly changed. you can go back through your notes from, from the conference from 20 years ago and, and, and do a, bring back some of those vintage marketing tips and bring them you back. Go. I like that you're getting help, Ree, because that's that's something that's really important. And often studio owners are, you know, quite hesitant when it comes to asking for help, especially if it's mm. our studio, if you know our name's on the door, if it's our if it's our baby, if we refer to it like that, and if we've built it from the ground up, where often we hold it very close to our chest and we don't necessarily want to pass on things like that. However, social media is one of the easiest things that you can that you can hand off because if the worst case scenario happens and somebody posts something terrible, you could just take it down. When you put the ad in the paper back in the day, once it was out there. <laughs> and your telephone number was wrong and you created the ad. There's nothing you can do about it. nothing you can do it. about it. You're done. And that, you know, that money's gone down the drain, but the, you know, with social media, Often if you get somebody to do it, sure, they're not going to do it exactly the same way that you would have done it and perhaps they're going to do it 80% right and that's enough. You know, fabulous, gorgeous Terry always says 80% is often good enough and she's exactly right because it's if they can get you 80% of the way there and you didn't have to do it yourself, then then happy days. And as I said, if you go, if you're scrolling, and this has happened to me, I've been sitting at home at night after, you know, I didn't teach in the studio and somebody else has been taking photos and there's a photo of, you know, there's a picture with three kids that are smiling in uniform and one kid that's got a grumpy look on its face. And I think, why did they post that? There's that child having a miserable time. I just jump on and delete it and the world continues to turn. So it, it, I would, I don't want studio owners to feel like this is something they can't pass on to other people and delegate. Yeah, but, oh, there it is. There was the word. See, I was waiting, like I was waiting. (laughs) I think it's more about uh, us as studio owners letting it go and the ability to delegate Mm. that makes this tougher than it has to be. Yes, You and I both know in working with studio owners, um, if you were to do a survey of what, well, I'll say what I perceive to be an issue with many, because those who do it don't even realize it. Correct. But they don't necessarily have the ability to delegate. And delegating isn't saying, oh, good, that's off my mind. Delegating is saying, I'm going to hire this person to do this. And here is the time I'm going to spend explaining exactly what I want. Mm -hmm. 
because so many people are afraid of delegating because they don't say enough and then they don't get what they want. They go, I could do it faster. I should have just done it myself. (laughs) Yeah. It's almost like you set yourself up to it. You assumed that the person you were passing this job on to has the same mind that you do and will be thinking exactly what you're thinking. When in reality, your ability to put your thoughts down on a piece of paper and have a discussion with this person will set you up for success. And you you brought up Terry's 80-20 rule. Mm-hmm. How cool would it be, and this is how you have to look at it, that you got 80% the first time? Yeah. Because now you could get 85 the next time. Mm -hmm. Then you get 90. Then in six months, because you stuck it out, you don't worry about it anymore. Yeah. That's delegation, listeners. But but so many people do exactly what you said, Ray. They pass it on and then they and they just say, That's it, wash my hands, done. I don't have to do that anymore. And then it it does go pear-shaped, and then they go, Oh, I should I they take it back and say, I'll just keep doing it myself and then they take something else back and something else back and before they know it they're completely overwhelmed and there's there's so much Mm -hmm. to do I think about it like when you're choreographing a a group routine and you put you know one kid in the middle and you think I'm going to give you you know two counts of eight to do something special here if you don't give them the actual choreography if you just say dance for two counts of eight and then you walk away and you go and watch the thing on stage you'll be like what is she doing there Whereas when you have a group in class, if you teach her the two lots of eight and then next week you watch her and give her corrections and then the week after you watch her a little bit less because she's got it and you have to give her less corrections and the week after less corrections and then the week after that you can watch what the rest of the ensemble is doing because the soloist knows what they're doing. When you go to watch it on stage, it'll all make sense. But so many of us kind of drop the ball after we've said, you're doing a solo here. Go for it. And then it never it never ends up being what we had in our mind. So social media is the same thing. You've got to give it the same amount of correction and attention as you would give that soloist in your very best group. Yes. And uh, was, since we're talking about it, you said the word social media. That goes with almost every employee that you have. Yes. Every member of your team. Okay. That that that's uh, a point that I want to make when it comes to this. Uh, but I will say this: I have noticed just making the transition into being more active on Instagram, doing stories, doing reels. The traffic to the website has mm-hmm. grown enormously in that that amount of time like I've been wondering how do I get more people to know what we offer okay Mm -hmm. that's simple request uh this has done the trick as far as driving brand new people to the site so there's a little advice for our listeners explore all your options I I kind of see it like this now the parents and dance teachers 
are definitely still on Facebook. There are no young dancers on Facebook. None. And there are many less parents on Facebook. I think dance teachers, dance studios, they're everywhere on Facebook. <laughs> um, but Instagram is where the parents are. And mm -hmm. 10 years ago, or I, I, I could have been less, I don't know how long Instagram has been out. We used to say, well, the parents are on Facebook and the kids are on Instagram. It's not that way anymore. No. And all of this other extra, uh, the stories, the reels, um, what did I say I was on that I just started that I got excited about? <laughs> you got excited about. <laughs> well, now the, the parents oh, are TikTok, on Instagram. TikTok, and TikTok. The, yeah, and the dancers are on TikTok. The dancers and Regold are on TikTok. <laughs> yes, the dancers and me, we're all together on TikTok. <laughs> Which is great. For, because... Very good. No, you go. Oh, I was just going to compliment you because I can I cannot step into the TikTok realm because uh, it's a it's a dark tunnel that I will go down and never come out of. So I, bravo, my friend. I salute. Well, wait, I salute I'm going, I, this will bring a smile to our listeners' face. I don't understand TikTok. I'm just on the damn thing. <laughs> I can't wait to see you do a viral dance of some kind in your living room. Oh no, I'm I'm not doing any. Well, who knows? Come on, you got to play the game. Never say never. <laughs> I'll send you some choreography. I'll find a trending dance. I'll send you the choreography. I'll learn okay. it at home and at the conference when we catch up I'm, together, we'll record it. I'm good at uh, trending dances. I don't like to do anything unless it's trending. You friend. heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Stay tuned for the TikTok viral dance. You'll see it on Ree's TikTok, but you'll see it on my Instagram. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so whatever you're doing with your social media, whether you're posting you're batching your content in content buckets, whether you're posting or whether you're sharing other people's content. As long as you are consistent with whatever you're doing, if you're on all the time, be on all the time. If you're hardly on at all, be hardly on at all. Don't kind of be sporadic. Be consistent with your content so that uh, you, so that you can tick that off your list. Take it, you know, take that monkey off your back and then be able to focus on other things in the studio in order to be able to grow your business and grow your brand. Because it is always changing and there are always new things to learn and sometimes just turning up is enough. So if you're doing that, then you're doing really well. Agreed, my friend. And if I could add one more tip to uh for our listeners. Pick your brand, meaning the brand that you use, the colors you use, graphically what you use on your website, within your studio, that should be carried through mm -hmm. in all your social media. You, you shouldn't look at a brand new design on Canva and go, I think I'll go with that. <laughs> You you have to like <laughs> look at the brand. Wait though, you can look at the brand new design, but color it with your brand colors. Yes. Okay, you, there there has to be a cohesive look to who you are. Is is the point I want to make? I think that that's something some of the best people on social media are not necessarily thinking about. Mm. 
Yeah, I agree. And I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty of finding a flashy new design and going, ooh, yellow. <laughs> I like the colour yellow. And then, you know, my ballet school brand is blue. So <laughs> like, people are like, who is this? What, what is mm. this? Yeah, you want to really That's make sure great. it looks like you. Yeah, that's a good way to say it if people are wondering, well, what does that look like? People should be able to recognize the ad, not the ad, whatever it is you post, could be an ad. By just looking at the theme of it, the colors of it, for them to say, oh, that's one of Stacy's posts, mm. so that's one of Bree's posts. Mm. Um. It's like us looking at something from McDonald's. It doesn't have to say McDonald's on it, but you know it's McDonald's. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that 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 that's the social media point. I think we started off talking about the Success Dance Summit. Well, we still are because I'm presenting at the Success Dance Summit February 25 and 26. I'm presenting on five strategies that you can use to ramp up your social media. I've talked about the content buckets. I'll be talking more and going into all of the buckets that I use and the way that I use them, the way that I schedule them and how it works for me, as well as lots of other strategies. And there are lots of other fabulous presenters who are going to be appearing at the Success Dance Summit. We would love you to join us there. You can register now at regold.com. Re, last time I said that, you went you put your hand in the air and I skipped over you. So did I get that um, where they register wrong? If they go to regold.com, you have to click the tab Success Dance Summit. Yeah. Or you can go to successdancesummit.com. Oh. Yes. Fancy. Yes. <laughs> I um. There's one more thing about the summit that I wanted to uh, talk about that I'm personally excited to see us do. It's this workshop called Hero on a Mission. It's two and a half hours each day. And it's by a girl, that presented by a girl that you introduced me to. Her name is Holly Reed. Do you remember her, Stacey? Of course. Holly's gorgeous. So Holly is a um, certified business made simple coach like I am. And so we went together in the same cohort. We were trained through Donald Miller's program, um, who's famous for story brand. And so Holly and I met during that process. And Hero on a Mission is one of Donald Miller's signature um, sessions that he uh, promotes because it, it fits in well with his book Hero on a Mission and um, so much of the work that we do within Business Made Simple. And so Holly's going to be presenting Hero on a Mission, which is all about finding your purpose, finding about, you know, figuring out what you want to do on this planet, what your purpose is going to be, how you're going to fulfill that, what impact you're going to have. It's going to be like those sessions are going to be really meaty, really juicy, and you're going to get so much out of it, not just for your studio, but for yourself, for your family, and for your overall purpose in the world. It's it's a, it's going to be a good time. I I, uh, I agree. And, and one of the reasons I wanted this to be, I, I was, uh, I've been considering it ever since I met, met Holly. But I, I feel like as dance studio owners, I'm not sure that we know that we can build the life we want. Mm. I think we look at the models that other people built and try to recreate that model. Mm. And I'm hoping that this like, make someone think oh if that's what i love you mean i that's 
I can run my whole school that way. Mm-hmm. It's it's like it's time for us as business owners, studio owners to make the decisions as to what kind of school is it we want to run? How how many days a week do we want to dedicate to this? Mm-hmm. Can I be a studio owner and still have other things going on in my life? Well, if that is the life you want, the answer is yes. Absolutely. So I'm excited to do this myself Mm -hmm. as we're doing it, but also for everyone who's out there post pandemic, who's like, I'm not sure if this is the vibe I want for myself. I, I want this and that to be a part of my life. How do I make that happen? Yeah. That's what this is going to be all about. Cannot wait. Can you, can you tell I'm excited I about it? I can tell. I can tell. Successdancesummit.com. Get your tickets Successdancesummit.com. Love to see you there. It's a virtual event. And um, I just want to say that if you can't attend on those days, as long as you purchase it prior to the event, you'll be able to watch it on demand at, at your own convenience. And I think that that's a cool thing, too. Very cool. Okay, this was a blast. Um, delegate, be sure to think beyond what you know in social media, friends, and enjoy the journey. Thank you for joining us for Regold's Dance Life Podcast. Learn more about joining the International Dance Entrepreneurs Association, the Dance Life Teacher Conference, and the Dance Life Retreat Center at regold.com or follow Regold's Dance Life on Facebook. Enjoy the journey. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 